grace and peace of God the Father, through God the Son, by the power of God the Holy Spirit, be ours now and forever. The title of today's message is, From Darkness into Light. Please join with me in prayer. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, we come to you today completely giving to you our body, soul, and spirit. And as we empty ourselves to you, O Father, I pray that you fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. Open our hearts, minds, and soul, our ears to listen to your word of what you have for us today and to let it take ground in our lives so that we may serve you and your people accordingly. In Jesus' name, amen. So when we think of darkness and light, the first thought that may come to our mind is night and day. In darkness, we have difficulty to finding our way, but in the light, we can see our way and not be lost. The first time we read about darkness and, and light is in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. And this is what it says. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Man is the crown of God's creation and was given the highest position, highest position in creation. It was the place of dominance over the earth. And here we see if Lucifer could not have the place of God in the universe, then he would try to take the place of God in human life. And he was successful. Man lost his dominion through sin. Man was made perfect, but he was ruined because of sin. And as a sinner, man's life is without form and is void, just like the earth was once void and without form. Sin made man's life purposeless, empty, and dark. Sin is that darkness that has made man's life impossible to find their way. And so man is constantly battling against anger and bitterness and hate and jealousy. It is, that is the price of the disobedience that has cursed the whole earth. The darkness in Adam, 
who is the head of the old creation is the curse of death and darkness. God's purity, holiness, wisdom and glory is the light that has eternal life. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. He is the path that leads us to God the Father. And there is none whatsoever, none like Him. In Christ, who is the head of the new creation, is the blessing that is full of life. Amen? So we see that life is full of struggles. It begins with the struggle of a mother giving birth to a child. The struggles of a child as he is growing to adulthood and during life's journey, the struggles with emotions and health and finances and faith and ultimately departure from this earth are a normal affairs of life. So thinking of struggles, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The focus of our struggle when moved from ourselves to against the power of darkness, it brings meaning and purpose of who we are now in the power and authority of Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, living life on earth has become business as usual. You know, We think about this world and have forgotten about what God has for us in heaven. People have become complacent to the ways of this earth. Forgetting to realize of what and who they are in Jesus Christ. Humans tend not to hold on to the fact of what was taken away from them. And how the most precious price was paid to buy back. To restore to them for that what was lost. The world has become a comfort zone to many in spite of knowing that this world is not their home. It seems that, that people have become used to living a life of virtual reality. But the reality of life, death, and eternity has been misunderstood, distorted, and corrupted by mankind. And the reason is that this world, that this world is still under the same mentality. They are under the same mentality as those 
who were after the Noah's flood. See what those people did after the flood. They started building the Tower of Babel. And so we see the world religion are still in that process of building the Tower of Babel. Man, in the darkness of his sin, continues seeking life and eternity in the void of his ruin and his emptiness. Everyone is looking to themselves and to their sense of intelligence and knowledge and ability and scientific research. We think we are on top of the world and the world circles around us. But when the time has reached its peak and the downhill begins as we age with time, we lay alone by ourselves and as we see the new generation take over with the same reputation of life cycle, then like Solomon, we say, all is vain. Is this, is this what God's plan for mankind? Did all the prophets, priests, and king live their life in vain aim and vain purpose? What is it that we see in us as a church that is different than those who are building their modern age tower of Babel through the works and deeds of their labor. This is a very thought-provoking question to myself and to all Christian community. My dear brothers and sisters and elders, Vibrant Christian life is not here today and gone tomorrow. But there is no doubt that, that many times we all get sucked into the ways of this world. But is it not what Jesus said? He said, I go and I send you the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit will come upon you, you will do greater works than these. How many of us can then testify to this promise coming to pass in and through our lives? The light of Christ has come upon the earth. Jesus has lit up our dark lives to light. And he has made our empty lives to be whole and purposeful. We are not who we are in the flesh and the blood but we are who we are in the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we no longer live but Christ lives in us we were dead to sin and are now raised in Christ resurrection and are seated on the right hand of God the Father Almighty where all the powers of sin and death and condemnation where is under our in God's word and, and sacraments, the whole armor of God is placed upon us. You and I and the whole Christian population around the world are not ordinary people. We are people of God and according to 2 Corinthians 10, 4 it says, We bear the weapons of warfare which are not carnal but they are mighty to the Holy Ghost. Do you know this? 
Do you believe it? Then according to Romans 8, 38, it says, Nothing, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor debt, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Amen. In Jesus Christ, we are made one with God. It is because of this relationship that the light of Christ, His word and His authority will come true in and through our lives. If we, if we have seen the light if we have seen the light like Saul, then that light will change us. That light will change us from Saul to Paul. Do you feel like Paul? To be honest, many times I don't feel like Paul. Then shame on me. Yes, shame on me. If we have truly seen our darkness and experienced the light of Christ, take us out from darkness into light, then there is no reason that we live a life of mediocre Christianity. We cannot, we cannot continue to live a life of a sitting, sitting duck Christianity. The devil with his minions are looking for sitting duck Christians to shoot them as their shooting target. The light of Christ has been mingled and dirtied by those who have their feet in two boats trying to cross the lake. We want Christ and we also want the world. We listen to God's word and we also want to do what we want and we convince ourselves that it is okay. God understands. No. No, it is not okay. Because our God never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is why he became man to pay, redeem, and save us for eternity. Every time, every time when I walk in my will, every time when I walk in my will, I crucify Christ again and again. But God is love. His promise is to never leave us nor forsake us. His promise is that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Until we truly do not see realize and acknowledge our darkness and know that Jesus has brightened our darkness with his light. We will never walk fully in the power of his grace. 
To walk in His grace is to walk in His power. And to walk in His power is to be a strong, vibrant, and purposeful follower, disciple, and proclaimer of Christ in the kingdom of heaven. I repeat this one more time. To walk in His grace is to walk in His power. And to walk in His power is to be strong, vibrant, and purposeful follower, disciple, and proclaimer of Christ and the kingdom of heaven. The pain and suffering of Christ on the cross of Calvary is the saving power of God in our lives. We who are dwelling in darkness have seen a great light and that is why we repent and follow Him. We follow Him like His disciples to be what? Fishers of men. I repeat, fishers of men. The kingdom of heaven has already come upon us in our baptism, in our confession of faith, in our tangible experience of God in His body and blood, in, with, and under the bread and wine, and in our lives testimony, touching, touching people's life for eternity. Is this true? Is this a reality? Is this happening this is something we all need to come on our knees with fasting and praying because we can do nothing on our own but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us it is time as in Acts chapter 2 verse 2 for heaven to open with a sound like a mighty rushing wind and fill this entire house of God with its light and transform us like never before. In words of Martin Luther King Jr., darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. As a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, as Trinity Lutheran Church Tyler, what is our calling? A, a growing church glows in the darkness of people's lives that brightens their world of darkness with the light of Christ, who together then, uh, then as a church shines brighter for Jesus. When we move from darkness into light, how, how do we remain in the light? We remain in the light by following Jesus. Not our heart's desire, by following Jesus. By following Jesus, everything else, our struggles, our warfare, our witness, and our testimony falls into its place accordingly. Let the light of Christ so shine among us that the love of God may touch people's lives for eternity. Please join with me in prayer.
Gracious, loving Heavenly Father, oh, thank you, Lord. You brightened our darkness. And I do not know why we tend to go back into darkness, thinking that we are in the light. But you are the true light. And please forgive us how we sometimes behave like Judas, Ascariot, go somewhere else. We need to be changed. We need to be transformed. We need to be revived. We need to be renewed. We need to be empowered by you and you alone. And Father, it don't matter whether we are small kid, or whether we are adults, or whether we are old people, whether we are healthy or whether we are sick or with terminal illness. It don't matter whether we are not well-educated or very well-educated, don't matter whether we are poor or whether we are rich, but we know that over all of this reigns the light of Christ that takes us out of darkness to eternity. Because that's what is all going to matter. For you made us heavenly beings living on earth for heavenly purpose. And as long as you've kept us upon this earth, let that purpose come and be fulfilled in our lives by the power of your Holy Spirit. And this is my prayer for myself and for all of us and for the church worldwide. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.